Hey, She Slays listeners. Before we get into the episode, I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, the Focus Academy. So you know chiropractic can help kids, but you lack confidence in your knowledge or communication skills to educate parents in your community. I've got a solution for you. The Focus Academy gives you the training and education to understand the why behind those wins and challenges you're seeing in clinic. They teach you how to perform a full brain-based exam, how to go beyond just the subluxation, but stay principled in your chiropractic approach and address and understand the consequences on brain development. They take a two-pronged approach. First, clinical solutions taught in a way that gives you full access to a deeper and more comprehensive understanding and breaks those techniques and approaches down into digestible and practical steps. Second, right now strategies you can employ wherever you are in your training. You'll learn how to seamlessly ask and answer the big questions in your clinical exams and re-exams and have it actually inform the whole child approach and care planning in a way your patients will understand. And since you're a She Slays listener, you'll get free access to the Focus Academy's Kickstart program. Just click the link in the show notes to get started on your journey to improving your practice. Slayers, and welcome to another episode of She Slays the Day podcast. I am your host, Dr. Lauren Brunslick, and today we have Dr. Sharina Alian, and she's awesome. Uh, so we're doing a deep dive into network chiropractic, and you better believe that I did not do any research on it at all because I wanted to come full of questions and learning and understanding for the first time. So you, you know, you got that real authentic, confused Lauren experience. Um, obviously I know about network. Uh, okay. But I didn't really, I didn't really, I knew it was a technique that is very different than I used. So her and I, she does an amazing job. Anytime that we have, um, this is the second time that we have done a more tonal technique on the show. You know, anytime that we do that, we're always very, very conscious of making sure that we're not critiquing any techniques. And she's great. I actually got to meet her days ago. Oh, no, that's not true. I got to meet up with her. I met her a while ago, but I got to hang out with her while we were in Orlando. Our docs went to, I'd been talking about it for months. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't pay attention. Um, so we went to the Remarkable Practices Conversion and Retention Seminar in Orlando. First of all, what a great location for it. Um, because did we go to Disney on our off time? Yes, we did. And it was awesome. And the Gaylord Hotel was just gorgeous. A little expensive. I did have to pay $12 for a high noon from a convenience store inside the Gaylord. But that's not TRP's fault. Okay. Um, don't take it up with them. No. So it was really great. I have been in practice for almost 13 years and I've coached chiropractors and I've done a lot of coaching. And so it takes a unique seminar to offer, you know, insight and wisdom that I'm actually willing to not be stubborn enough to take and apply. And they did just that. So I liked it. Don't ask me about their coaching because we we went to the seminar, um, but I, there are tons of people who do coach with them and I don't have any of the details on that. So, you know, just re maybe reach out to them if you're interested in looking for a coach. But um, so Dr. Stephen Franson, the whole reason I got into this TRP 
seminar world was because I had we Kirby and I did a date night with his wife, Camilla, and Dr. Stephen Franson on the show. That was episode 186. So a few months ago. Um, and I had heard of him. I had heard of TRP, but like when he was on, he just holy cow, spoke with conviction. I think in that episode, I think I call out Kirby because Kirby's trying to take notes. And I'm like, dude, this is recorded. You can go back and listen again. Um, so yeah, so I was like, I any seminar he's doing, I want to go. So totally worth it. I'm thinking about just kind of doing an episode on like, hey, here's my main takeaways from it because there were some just little, little nuggets, nuggets I think y'all would appreciate. Um, let's see, what else? What else? Uh, I'm talking really fast. I am sorry. That is because Kirby and I just recorded a training on Facebook ads for so there's three tiers in our Patreon membership. There's the like you just love me and you want to buy me a coffee once a month, which is $3.99, which my coffee is six dollars and fifty cents. So you're not even you're calling covering half a coffee, but I still appreciate you. Um then there is our $12.99 a month people and they get any extra bonus questions that we ask at the end of an episode. They get that footage with our guests and then they also get our marketing moment. So Kirby and I, we try and keep the marketing moments to like 15 to 20 minutes. So they're like digestible, super learnable, learnable. Um, no, they're just jam packed. Like there's not a lot of fluff in them. And I swear to God, the episode we, or the moment, marketing moment Kirby and I just recorded, we could have been in, it should have been an entire episode for sure. But I was like, Kirby, we can't get off on too many tangents. These are supposed to be 20 minutes or less. And we, 19 minutes and 45 seconds. So if you haven't looked at the Patreon and joining, hey, go do it. It's $12.99. You can get that training and then all of our previous marketing moments as well. So, and then if you want to quit, I guess you can, but I will publicly call you out. I'm joking. I don't do that. I don't do that. Okay. So it is time for our listener highlight. And this one is, so this one is like a twofold listener highlight where we're clearing up the big rumor that BJ wrote at The Biltmore. So this is from Dr. Erin Riley, DC. And she says, hi, I'm a chiropractor in Asheville and just listening to your date night episode. BJ wrote some of the green books at the Grove Park Inn in Asheville, but not the Biltmore as far as I know. So, oh, and then she goes on to say, P.S. Love listening. Thanks for all you do for our profession. So that's why I called her a listener highlight because she said thank you and she loved me. But so if you have concrete evidence that BJ wrote at the Biltmore, you're going to need to present your case because I think he just was like hanging out in Asheville at like maybe mansions, but not necessarily the Biltmore, which doesn't take away from it. But I do want to know how BJ and the Vanderbilts got all encased with each other. So let us go on now to the main event, which is our guest, Dr. Sharina. So she's a network spinal chiro uh, located in the heart of Orlando, and that is why I got to see her 
Uh, she graduated from chiropractic college in 2016. After just four months, she opened her very own practice. She's crazy like I am. There have been many challenges and wins, but the greatest win of them all is to be able to share the gift of network spinal with the community. It was apparent during her many years of study that her passion lies in focusing on healing the body through the nervous system and more specifically with a heavy focus on the emotional neurosystem. Network Spinal sends your body into a parasympathetic state, rest, digest, growth, and development, and retrains the nervous system to better regulate through day-to-day -day stresses. This allows the body continuously heal without the patterns of fight or flight that have been created from traumas and stress, physical, chemical, and emotional, and even generational trauma patterns, which allow you to live your best life and truest self without symptoms, stress, or survival mode interfering. So there's your little, in a nutshell, what she's about and what network is about, but we're going to go into her story um, because it's really interesting. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I sympathized for the poor girl showing up to her first day in Pulver, in Palmer, Florida. Um, but you have to wait for that. So first let's breathe, take a breath, connect with your heart, relax your jaw, relax it. Where are you holding tension right now? Can you ground yourself right now in this moment, just for this moment? There are so many ways in which we are able to clear subluxation patterns in our body. And although the adjustment, in my opinion, is my favorite, there are so many just micro ways, not micro waves, micro ways in which we can avoid subluxation developing in our nervous systems and grounding, grounding, and just breathing just for this 30 seconds. It's one of them. You can go back to your busy life in just a sec, but feel where your body is touching the seat, where is touching the ground. Take a breath. Hi, friend. How are you? I love you. And I know that you are here to do amazing things. I hope you never feel alone. I hope you know that you can reach out to me whenever you feel alone in this profession. You are doing so good. You are doing so good. And I know this is hard. And so you are loved and your love into your patients and your family is it's having an effect. Whether you realize it, whether you are adjusting five people a week or 500 people a week, know that that ripple effect continues to go on and on and on. So take a breath. And thank you for this time with me. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Dr. Sharina Ali. Awesome. Well, um, welcome to the podcast. Normally, I would start by asking you your Enneagram, but you already told me in the that you don't know. I know. I guess I should get on top of that. It's an important like, thing to know. How have you done it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You listen I have to the podcast, right? Haven't you been like... Yeah. She talks about this thing all the time. What is that? <laughs> I know. I finally <laughs> wore down my brother and sister-in-law after, uh, I don't know how long have I been, three years. Of, yeah. And they finally broke it down, except, so, okay. So there's a couple mistypes that happen. So like, I definitely get excited when someone's like, oh, I did a test. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, yay. What'd you get? If they come back as so if they're a chiropractor and they come back as a three I'm like mm, maybe <laughs> if they are a female and they come back as a two mm -hmm. or a nine I'm like maybe <laughs> but like so the way that quizzes are 
um, designed is so often is like, if you own your own clinic, like if you're an entrepreneur, a lot of times you might get mistyped as a three. So I'm like, ah, maybe you are, maybe you're not, um, yeah. you know, and then like twos and nines are just the helpers. They put everybody else's needs before them. So like, anytime I have a female who's like, I did the quiz, I'm a two. And I'm like, well, you're also a female whose yeah. society is really pushed that into you. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So right, get, get back to me on it. Yeah. You're going to be like, shit, it says I'm a three or so. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take it. I'm going to do it. <laughs> okay. So when did you graduate and where did you graduate from? I graduated in December of 2016 from Palmer, Florida. You're older than I thought you were. Yeah. I'm 35. No way. Shit. Yeah. yeah. How old do you I think I was? Like, um, okay. Well, how long have I known of you? I've known of you for about two years. Mm -hmm. That's how long I thought you'd been in practice. And okay. so I thought you were like 26. Uh, and that's so funny because honestly, like two years ago, two, three, maybe years ago is when I found my voice. So that's probably when everyone started to learn about me and network and all that stuff. Yeah. So do you take that as a compliment that I thought you were 26 or do you take yeah, that as a totally. <laughs> Thank you. I love that. <laughs> you're in your mid thirties. You're like, oh yeah, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> okay. So where did you go to school? Palmer, Florida. Okay. And where are you originally from? Are you originally from Florida? No. So I was born and raised in Minnesota around the twin cities. And you didn't pick Northwestern? I did not. I actually left Minnesota in college for college. I okay. knew I didn't want to stay there. It was way too cold. I do not know how people um, survive <laughs> living in that cold of weather all year long um, for many, many years. So I did 16 years and then I pretty much convinced my entire family to move to Florida and went Wait, to UCF. 16 years? Yeah. Yeah. I moved to Florida when I was 16. So I started okay, so pre-college or did you go to college early? No, no, no. Pre-college. Okay. So I went to, I finished up high school in okay. Orlando. Yep. <clears throat> you just got your whole family to move. Yeah. Yeah. How I mean, they were totally, everyone's on board. If you talk to anyone from Minnesota, the Midwest and you say Florida, they're like, oh yeah, I'm all in. <laughs> yes, this is true. I'm, I'm Wisconsin. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm like Northern Wisconsin. Like we get yeah. worse weather than yeah. Minnesota, Minneapolis. Freezing. Okay. So Palmer was, did you do your research with schools or was it like a, there's a school in the state? Yeah, honestly, I was really naive when it came to chiropractic school. I did not do as much research as I probably should have to see the differences between schools. I figured all of them were the same. They all did you have any idea there was so much like I don't want to say rift because I don't want to like perpetuate uh, or continue a narrative that the profession is at war with each other or anything yeah. like that. Like, did you have any idea pre chiropractic school that there would even be a difference in chiropractic schools? None. I had no clue. I was, like I said, so naive to all of that, um, especially when it came down to techniques and what was allowed in the schools, what was not. Like, I had no clue. I mean, and I, th I think that that is something, you know, so I obviously bag on Northwestern all the time, but it's more of like a joke. Um, yeah. That's just like, I might have still chosen it, but I just had no idea that like, there wasn't a universal like education. Yeah. How 
Like how, cause their network wasn't even, I mean, honestly, nothing was taught at our school really except for diversify. Yeah. And like, you could seek out different clubs, but like, I was like, well, I'm going to teach, I'm going to learn the thing that my school is teaching. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So is what's the, is Palmer, Florida, similar to Palmer in the sense of like techniques that are taught? I would say so. I think Palmer Davenport um, branches out a little bit more because they are a bigger school. So they have way more clubs, way more students that are interested in different things. Um, I did visit Palmer Davenport once and I noticed that's the main difference that I noticed, but I think curriculum wise, like both are very fluent and Gonstead diversified, you know, the Palmer package. (laughs) Gonstead is not even big at Northwestern. Like oh, yeah. I never learned Gonstead. Was yeah, like, oh. Northwestern's tiny too. I went there once for um, continuing education um, and yeah, they're super small. So that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So Gonstead, diversified. What else uh, was taught? Thompson drop. That's part of the Palmer package. Those are the main ones, I believe. Yeah. Sounds, yeah. sounds like it. Obviously I don't practice any of them. Activator was like, <laughs> Pound and click. Yeah. <laughs> I would love because, you know, so every month we I uh, showcase certain clinics that are looking for an associate. And in one of the things they have to fill out is the technique that their clinic does. And I always want to ask like, okay, you have activator listed. Is that like activator technique right. or is that like what I think 99% of us are doing is... <laughs> Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So when did you, when did you find, did you start right away your career with network technique? I did. So hold on. Is it network technique or is it just like, do the cool kids just say network and leave it there? Usually people say network. Um, I just want to make sure I have like the lingo. Yeah. the, The technique is officially called network spinal. It used to be called network spinal analysis. So there's a, a few different names being and it's thrown different around. than MLS. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know. What is MLS? Okay. So I don't really know either, <laughs> but do you know what it stands for? So I think they tried changing the name or they changed the name, but it's a technique that started as make love to the spine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Andrea Lang was on like two years ago and it was the first time I had ever heard of this technique. And she was, we're just laughing because she's like, they're trying to like keep it MLS, but like change it for like master the something of the spine. But like, no, where it started was make love to the spine. Oh, so network and MLS are different. (laughs) Yeah. Very different. Very different. (laughs) Never heard that before. So yes, very different. (laughs) Okay. So then, sorry, where did you, how did you find network? Yeah. So this is part of where um, I say I was really naive choosing schools um, because I went to chiropractic school for network spinal. So I, yeah. So I was exposed to network before I even knew what chiropractic was. Mm. Yeah. So I'm in college. So I graduated, I have two bachelor's degrees and that's because the first one was, uh, I was on a pre-med route. Um, 
long story short there, decided that it wasn't really connecting. It wasn't my thing. So I decided to go back to school for another degree. And during that time needed a job. So I had one job already. I landed in another job and it was a chiropractic office. Um, he was a network spinal doctor. And so again, not knowing anything, not a single thing about what, like, I've never even heard the word chiropractic before, but I needed the job. So I took it. Um, and then obviously watching him work with people and seeing the changes and just being surrounded by it, obviously just fascinated me. Um, yeah. and it, something just clicked. That was, that was it. So I was there for a year and that's when, um, I started obviously diving into what network was learning about it um, and just being surrounded by it 24 seven. And that's when I decided that I was going to chiropractic school. And then you showed up and like, and then so I just showed up through, you're like, so when do we start learning? Yeah. <laughs> Literally, I was terrible. <laughs> I showed up and I was that like, I do, I'm going to do network. And everyone's like, what's that? And I had to explain. And they're like, oh, that doesn't really sound like chiropractic. Like that doesn't. Have you ever been manually adjusted at that point? No. Okay. Yeah. No, I had not. I got manually adjusted for the first time. Um, first quarter of Palmer. By another student? Yeah. Yeah. So you're yeah. like, look at that. I'm not doing yeah, that. I was like, wow. Here. Okay. That's chiropractic. <laughs> that, that's, what, that's what I technically signed up for. Yeah. Okay. So was there a club? How did you, how did, this sounds miserable. Yeah. It was extremely difficult. My, my Palmer um, schooling was difficult in the sense of not feeling that connection to network spinal with other students and getting a lot of practice time with with that. Um, did you ever consider moving schools? Yeah, I did. Um, I I don't know if I think my parents had a little bit of influence with trying to keep me here in Florida because you know I I felt a little bit of guilt of moving my entire family to Florida. Mm -hmm. And then me potentially leaving, mm -hmm. um, I think, yeah. So there was a, there was a little bit of attachment stuff happening there. Um, and just, I don't know, I guess the overall the thought process of the difficulties of, tra um, transferring out, starting, I guess, yeah. from scratch. But, um, I mean, if I look back at it, I would have definitely gone to life university okay, so is life kind of the number one Sherman seems like like yeah. when I went to mile high there just happened to be a lot of like Sherman yeah. and network and I was like okay those are like probably yeah those are definitely the top two like life and Sherman mm -hmm. I feel I I probably feel like an absolute idiot within this profession not with patience but like just being so green and not knowing the politics or anything like that, <laughs> probably like six times a year. And I'm like, wait, now who is what? And they're like, well, that's the president of da da da. That's so and so yeah. Lamarche. And I'm like, who's that? And yeah. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. 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 Same. Same. Okay. So you get through school, mm -hmm. which again, I 
can't imagine just how isolating that must have felt. And and you're just being like, so much of schooling is getting your numbers and being tested on knowing this elbow adjustment. And you're like, (laughs) I'm not going to do that. So it reminds me, uh, did you guys have to do blood draws at Northwestern or sorry, at, at Palmer? Uh, yeah, we did. Okay. We never, we ne- did we do it on our, no, we did not do it live, but we did like the, the dummies. We, yeah, we have to get, okay. we had to get, yeah. So we had to do 11 real blood draws, like on people and then be the person. Like, so you also had to be the dummy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I so badly just want, like, I literally asked like, can I opt out of this. Like if I, can there be an asterisk on my diploma? (laughs) I do not want to draw blood. I vow I will never (laughs) pick up a needle as a chiropractor. Why are you making me do this? And they're like, you have to. So, so yeah, I just picture you being like, I don't want to adjust the elbow. Yeah, it was, it was definitely the numbers game for me. You know, I probably was one of those students that got the bare minimum. I wasn't the one that went over and beyond to get a thousand adjustments in because I knew that wasn't what I was going to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Schooling got a little bit easier. It got I mean, it was still difficult, but easier, um, probably towards the end of the second year, because that's when I started to discover, um, the life university club. So I would literally drive to Atlanta probably Mm -hmm. once a month or so, or sometimes even more often than that to, to go to the seminars, to get with the students in the club and just learn that way. Okay. Yeah. So after you graduated, did you start up right away or did you associate? Started up right away. Okay. So yeah. Like, so December of 2016 graduation, April 2017 opened up. So how did you get the training? Is there, I mean, this is such a dumb question, but like, yeah. so if I wanted to become a network doc, is there like a, a couple weekend training where I go yeah. and like test out? Okay. So had you done that during school? Yeah. Yeah. So I went to, there's, technically three to six of them six like there's three of the main courses and then three additional like hands-on practice ones um there's certifications in between that so yeah I had finished all of that up before graduation okay so what I've never had a network adjustment ever do you want to know why though I haven't um I'm scared that I will love it mm-hmm. and then question my entire practice. That is <laughs> me tons of money. I'm not joking. Well, like <laughs> I am, I can't. So I had Ben Tapper on a couple weeks ago and I like told him like, I am sold so easily. Mm-hmm. And like when my gut decides something, I have to do it. So what if I fall in love with a completely different technique than my clinic is? And then I'm like, I hate adjusting this way. And I don't, I don't want to flip my clinic. Like I don't want to flip 600 people a week to network technique. Yeah. So so I'm I'm afraid to get it. (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm, I'm biased and I do think it's life changing, you know, but I, So network spinal to me is what I like to call it a very neuro emotional technique. Um, How 
every, you know, still very nervous system focused. I always, always, always talk about how focused in on the nervous system it is. I know network can kind of be seen in a different light, seen in a different direction, but is it, I don't know, like what, what do you mean? Oh, some people think it's a lot more energy work and it's not as chiropractic, um, as it. So they want to lump it in with Reiki. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much like the, the big comparison there is Reiki, cranial sacral therapy, um, stuff like that. And it's not, it's chiropractic that we're working directly with the parasympathetic nervous system. I think that's the main difference, um, when it comes to other techniques. And, and by the way, I will say I am a network spinal doctor, but in my practice, my associate is diversified. She does. What? Yeah. She does uh, traditional style chiropractic. Um, and I'm okay with that. I, I think it's a beautiful mix and combination. We see amazing clinical results with our patients seeing both doctors. Um, people love it. So I think it's an amazing. Okay. Thing. So it doesn't yeah. need to be like all or none as In far my as opinion. So I'm probably one of I'm probably the only one that's ever going to say this, but in my opinion, no, it doesn't need to be one and only one. Okay. All right. Well, then I'm more open to receiving an adjustment. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So tell me more about how it works. Yeah. So we are making specific contacts in the areas where your parasympathetic nerves live. So that's why we, you will only see network doctors um, make the contacts in the neck and the sacrum. Okay. Um, so those specific areas, it's what we call gateways. So think of it as a gateway to those specific parasympathetic nerves. Um, once we contact those nerves sends an input to your brain to let your entire body know that you are in that parasympathetic flow state. So if you've ever seen my videos or videos of the technique being done, you'll see a wave like movement happen in the body or just, you know, very flowy movements happening naturally occurring. And that's because that person is so deep into that state that their body's just kind of taking over. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> there, what, what if somebody's in like sympathetic overdrive or, yeah. you know, like, is there, so you're promoting parasympathetic, parasympathetic mm-hmm. activity. Yeah. But like sometimes with the nervous system, don't you have to directly, like, can you always do that through approaching the parasympathetics or sometimes do you have to like address the sympathetics? And so therefore like going to the rib cage, but it's just like, no, you never, you never adjust there. And I love talking to other docs with your mindset, because that's exactly why I have Dr. Casey, who is a traditional style chiropractor in my office, because that's how we work our peds cases. There's so many, like, you know, with Dr. Tony, um, so many perfect storm cases that we see that they're so high parasympathetic state that we have to address them pretty cautiously. Um, and that's the reason why. So some, sometimes people will start to see Dr. Casey first and then integrate network spinal in, and then eventually we'll get to a state where we're like either 50, 50, or they're coming to see me more and then her or yeah. But yeah, we definitely take that into account when working with every single individual, because everyone's going to be different and respond differently. Okay. So do you ever get, I mean, you never get the desire to just like release a like set a rib or like side posture that SI joint that you're like oh man okay yes you're parasympathetics but like 
this SI joint hurts. Yeah. It's not moving at all. Let me just like, no, no, you do I don't, I don't get the urge to do it myself. I mean, there's definitely moments where I, I look at someone, I can see them laying on the table that and feel palpate and know that they need a structural and I will send them downstairs to get adjusted before they get their entrainment. Okay. Entrainment. That's another thing. Oh so, yeah. That's, that's what we call. Yeah. That's what we call an adjustment in the network world is called an entrainment. How come? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it feels like if, if it just feel, and you didn't make that up. So you're the wrong person to ask, but like, it feels like if the argument is like, no, 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 this isn't energy work. We're doing chiropractic. It'd be like, well, then why can't we call it an adjustment? It feels like a hurdle. Right, right. Yeah. So they use the word entrainment because we are retraining your nervous system versus a, a, an adjustment is more of a structural move to the spine, which we do not do anything structural. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Hey, She Slayers. I have partnered with Well Aligned and Above Down Apparel to give all of my listeners something really special. So listen up, don't skip a free premium t-shirt. Okay. You get a free t-shirt. So just head over to wellaligned.com forward slash she slays to claim your listener offer. That's all you got to do. Above down has the coolest and most comfy chiropractic tees that showcase your personality. My favorite is the Mabel. I love it. Um, they're super soft and a great conversation starter. If you do see conversation with, you know, your patients, we call it table talk. What more can you ask for? So I've also been using well-aligned materials for years to educate my patients. They have high-quality ROF folders, patient hands out, handouts, office forms, posters, and a ton more. So why recreate the wheel when there's a perfectly designed communication tool ready for you to help educate and inform? Head over to wellaligned.com forward slash she slays to claim your free t-shirt. And I'll drop a link in the show notes so you can check it out. Hey, She Slayers. I just wanted to take a moment to ask you, have you heard of PX? I don't know. Have I mentioned them before? <laughs> so they're practically everywhere these days. And I am so excited to have them as a sponsor on our show because they are on a mission that I can seriously get behind. So Dr. Tony and his team have designed a pediatric, prenatal, and family chiropractic training program that has online and live event training opportunities to learn step-by-step -step the science, clinical protocols, and business systems behind building a thriving pediatric and family chiropractic practice. Now, here's what's extra cool. It doesn't matter if you're a student, startup, or practicing chiropractor. I mean, I am a member and I've been in practice for over 12 years now. Each and every bit of their training is applicable to you and where you're at. I've been a part of PX for a while now, and I can say that there's no one better in the space to lead you and to lead this profession than Dr. Tony and his team. If you want to take your practice to the next level in serving more kiddos and families in your community, then you must check out PX. I will drop a link in the show notes so you can head over to thepediatricexperience.com and let them know She Slays the Podcast sent you there for a special little bonus. I'd like to take a moment to thank one of our primary sponsors of the podcast, Insight CLA. 
The Insight Tech moves the message off the spine and into the nervous system where the magic of the adjustments can be measured and tracked. Everyone from newborns to seniors are being scanned in my practice and in thousands of other practices like ours so they can be examined and inspired to choose chiropractic care. It's like an instant referral machine because the scans are so visible and informative. Like what patient wouldn't want to know how their nervous system is performing? The staff at CLA are ready to take care of you and answer any questions you may have. They also have an incredible online academy that can help train everyone in the office and help them to feel confident on how to get perfect scans and how to interpret the results. We have been using the Insight technology in our clinics for over seven years now, and it is a complete game changer for conversion, retention, and patient education. Click the link below in the show notes as She Slays listeners get preferred pricing and hundreds of dollars off their purchase. Yeah. So how do you, how does your day one phone call go between your front desk and like, hi, yeah, oh, on ice. Well, people don't fall on ice there, but like, you know, and that hurt my back. Yeah. And like, how do you prep them? Honestly, we keep all communication day one, day two, even report of findings with, with both docs, straight nervous system. We barely talk about like the details of network spinal and of course, there's an energetic component that comes with it. Um, I don't know if you're aware of that, but those are very detailed, the details that go into every single entrainment um, when working with someone. So there are right, fear- say more. What do you mean? So there are fear patterns that people, so basically when you work with the parasympathetic nervous, the nervous system in general, there's, there's patterns, right? That the body creates. That's what, that's what network spinal is working with. That's what we when we do make contacts, we are working with those same patterns to allow the body to release that. So for example, there are fear patterns. There are patterns with um, identity issues, with the roles you take on as an individuals. If, for example, if you're a, a mom becoming a single mom or a mom becoming a mom of two, like those are different patterns that your body creates as far as stress patterns within your body, right? And- uh, so like, if I was a patient, yeah, would you try and through the intake, ask me questions to figure out which pattern I have running or going in my parasympathetics? Or when I lay down, if I said like nothing to you, would you be able to be like, okay, mm, I know yeah, what's both. going on here. Pretty much both. Like if I sit down, that's why we do, we do ask, um, Oh, not, I don't, I wouldn't say different questions when it comes to our consultations, but yeah, if you get more into like the emotional aspect of questions, we can figure out the, we call it phases, um, what phase they are in and where our contacts will be directed. But of course, always we do an analysis before every single contact, and that will confirm the patterns that your body is showing up at that moment. What, what, does an analysis if kind of hard probably to describe on a podcast yeah. but like what is an analysis kind of what are you looking for what do you what does that seem, feel like yeah so we are you will you'll see us um palpating the spine very gently um palpating the, the entire spine 
The entire spine from occiput to tailbone. Um, And then, so basically with that, we're looking for where tension is stored within the spine. So what's moving, what's not moving very gently, right? And then we move to the surrounding tissues, the muscle, the fascia, where there is tension, the patterns will show up there too. We kind of make note of all of that in our head. We do Next, we'll do um, a leg check analysis. Um, so Deerfield, right? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we check for cerv- what, what we were taught in chiropractic school is called cervical syndrome. Um, so looking to see if there's leg length balance, um, if one leg goes short, one leg goes long. Um, we check the pelvis, if there is a pelvis sway, if we bring their feet up. Um, And then we check ankle tension, heel tension. And then that determines, all of that will determine, um, I'm pretty sure there was one or two things that I just always do that I forget to, I'm forgetting to say right now. But yeah, then all of that tells us where the contacts or what phase they are in. And then we go to look for where the contacts are within that phase. Okay. So are there, so like fear is a phase, identity is a phase? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we can call, we can just say like, uh, phase five would be like your typical fear, um, pattern. It could be, it could be much deeper than that, but there's different layers to it, but yeah. Yeah. And is like a phase five different, uh, harder than a phase one? Um, not necessarily. So you're always going to be in a different season, right? Um, so you could have, a phase five show up, but it's not as intense. Let's say this year as it was two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Different. Yeah. Yeah. So how long is a typical adjustment? An entrainment lasts. Sorry. About- <laughs> that's okay. No, 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 no. That's okay. Yeah. Network docs get offended when people say it. No, not okay. at all. <laughs> at least I don't. I do not. Um, I use I use the words interchangeably too. Um, but typically around 15 to 20 minutes when I'm working with adults, with kids, babies, it's a lot quicker because I'm with them more one-on-one. So obviously they're not gonna give me as much time and attention on the table. So I do probably babies five minutes kids, um, five to seven minutes, I would say. Do you, so I'm picturing like a toddler, mm-hmm. um, not being very compliant. Yeah. So how are you, how do you have to modify an entrainment for a kid who's like, no, I don't want to be touched today. I just want to play with the Legos. Yeah. Usually with our toddlers, if they're super, if they're being really difficult and typically this is maybe like visit one through four that they are just, I don't know you. I don't want you to touch me. I don't know what this is. Um, if they're small enough, we actually, we actually have them lay on top of mom and dad still. Um, I know that's, that's very common for the newborns, right. But for Mm -hmm. our toddlers, we'll, we'll have them do the same, or we'll have mom or dad lay next to them on the table. My tables are extremely wide to where we can do that. Or I let them play and I entrain them, um, kind of they're propped up, like their, their upper bodies propped up and their, their lower bodies on the table. That's not ideal, but it works for the first few visits until they're more comfortable laying down. Worst case scenario, I will allow them to sit and play while I work on their, um, you know, their upper gateways, if I can figure out the analysis beforehand, 
Um, I do whatever I can, but honestly, I don't have a lot of issues with difficult toddlers. Like I said, typically it's like visit one through three and then it, we're good. Okay. Yeah. So 15 minutes and you're working on the same person. Oh no, I have a, I have a room of five tables. So I am floating between each table. Um, so I'm it basically, so we make contact and then we want the nervous system to work that through. We want their body to respond. We want to give that a second or a minute or two to, um, release and see what changes and what shifts and where the tension moves or, um, you know, hopefully, goes away. <laughs> um, so in that me in the meantime, I will be moving to another table, making a contact and anal- analyzing and making contact on the next person coming back and seeing what other contacts we can make or if they are finished or what we're doing. Um, so I am picturing your clinic mm-hmm. having like Zen music and like everybody's <laughs> really quiet and yeah. like, is that how it is? Like, are you? Yeah. So like I said, um, I have, uh, Dr. Casey, who is your traditional style chiropractor. Um, so it, the way it is, the way the office is set up and it's beautiful. It's like, it's like the perfect setting for having the two, right? So you walk into the main lobby, um, and Dr. Casey's adjusting spaces also downstairs and it is loud. It is like kids running around families talking. And then I have tables going. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. And then I have what I call my entrainment loft. So it's actually upstairs away from all of the noise. And it's almost like, um, it's exactly what's not, I mean, it's a loft and it's like a treehouse setting. So there's no phones up there. There's just, yes, you're right. Zen music, market lights. We don't have bright lights up there. It is very peaceful and parasympathetic. Um, encouragement, you know? Time. Yeah. Sounds really nice. Um, (laughs) I don't know if my ADHD could handle it. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. We definitely, I I mean, we definitely have kids upstairs too. We, I have a little play area for kids. So it's not like it's super quiet and there's nothing happening. I mean, there's definitely playing happening, but I don't know for some, I guess, kids, kids get it. They get up there and they start whispering and they start, you know, playing calmly and yeah, it works. So do you do scans or like insight CLA scans? Yeah. Okay. And those are really helpful. Totally. Yes. Um, we, we analyze them. We learned from Tony, um, and his team about, you know, analyzing all the scans. Um, and that's super helpful. So that's super helpful for us, again, to know whether, um, especially I'll use kids as the example, perfect storm kids of whether they're starting out with networks or if they are starting out with structural, if they're starting out with both, if we're going to integrate, if we're going to take, I don't know, for example, two weeks um, starting off at just network and then starting to, you know, that's how we determine where they are as far as their care goes. It's really cool to see Do you see and that. your associate ever disagree about where they need to start? You know, honestly, no, we haven't. We we are pretty on board and, um, with the entire vision of it all and very supportive of each other. Um, there's so many times where I, you know, tell her, 
that this person is going to be seeing only her because they need to. Um, that's what the, that's what their body's needing, and there's she does the same, vice versa. So we we have a really 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 sweet dynamic between the two of us. Huh. Yeah. Huh. How long have you guys been working together? How long yeah. have you had? What do you call them? Structural adjustments in your structural adjustments. Well, okay. So I I have technically had structural adjustments in since I've opened the practice. I did okay. open. Yeah, I did open with my ex husband. Okay. And he was a structural chiropractor. Okay. Yeah. So, so he, from the get go, you yeah. had systems and procedures around. Yeah. So the reason why you probably didn't hear me then, like I said, I was a lot more quiet then. And we did kind of keep our practices separate at the time. Um, when I, integ- when I brought on Dr. Casey, which was probably 2020. Yeah. End of 2019, 2020, she's been three years now. Um, that's when the whole thing, the whole practice shifted, the whole, everything changed. Um, and we just, we changed the entire dynamic. When yeah. was your divorce? Two years ago, officially. Okay. So like, yeah. that's when everything was like energetically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So obviously it's a case by case basis, but yeah. you've been doing this a really long time. So Let's say you've got a 36-year-old female, like chronic stomach aches, runs a little high strung, um, HRV is like not in the red, but like upper left quadrant, um, mm-hmm. sleeps okay, like whatever. How how often, what, what frequency am I starting at? I mean, hypothetically, if it was me. Like do all new patients start with three times a week? or no? I would say most, I would say majority. Um, we do get, um, yeah, I mean, still to this day, majority of people have never seen a chiropractor before and, and especially integrating network spinal in the gentleness of the technique and retraining that, the it's pretty much like getting the body able to regulate between parasympathetic and sympathetic, right? Right. That, um, and so retraining that, I do feel like that three times a week is absolutely necessary. Um, I would say that's the bare minimum now, the, so maybe even more. Oh yeah. Sometimes it's four. Sometimes we see people twice in one day. So it makes it five visits a week. It just depends on where they're at. And of course, if you know, yeah, but, um, yeah, I think that- for how long? Like, does it work faster than structural adjustments? Slower or about the same pace? Um, I would say probably about the same pace. There are people that do, and that's where we we figure out. Like, some people are only at that three times a week frequency for three to four weeks. Some people are there six to seven weeks. That's all going to depend on how quickly their body does respond. Um, I would say though, majority of the practice, uh, over ninety percent see both Dr. Casey and I to start out. So, um, I, in my opinion, think that integrating both structural and network spinal just takes our results like tenfold. I'm assuming since you're caveating that, that there are people (laughs) who disagree. Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) Of course I have to be the right? (laughs) You are totally effing this up by having... That associate manually. Yeah. yeah. Um, how do you overcome? So I, I would imagine and tell me if I'm wrong, that one of the hardest things you need to overcome is educating p- 
people that, I mean, that this is an adjustment, that this is an entrainment. This is, so like if I've been to a chiropractor before, mm-hmm. but like air quotes, more traditional, mm-hmm. and I like find you on Instagram and I'm like, she seems badass. I'm going to go to her clinic. <laughs> like how, how are you educating me on day one or day two that like your adjustments are going to look different? Mm-hmm. Like here's how they're, you know, what, what's your like, your speech. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I keep it very nervous system focused, which I think I, I think a lot of people appreciate. I don't necessarily, I mean, I do say the technique is as, is super gentle, as gentle as you would check to see if the av- an avocado is ripe. Um, and that's across the board for the newborn babies, for my healthy adults, you know, um, I do explain we're contacting parasympathetic nerves and um we are looking for a full body response the breath may be involved um you may feel body movements i'll coach you through that typically people never ask questions after that like i said i mean to the that's the extent of what i go go into as far as explaining network spinal okay um, but you got to have a karen like i there's no way that like you have been in practice this long and you don't have some Karen who sits up and goes, that's it. It feels it's like it needs to be adjusted right here as they point to like C7. I, I think maybe in my six years of practice, one person has gotten up and said, that's it. One person. And I remember, yeah, she was old, much older. Yeah. And she said, I've been getting adjusted for many, many years and this is just different. And I don't know if it's my thing. And I I mean, I'm, what am I going to say? I'm okay, great. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So one person, the, the really the more of the questions that we get are from parents when they see their, their babies and their kids, you know, getting worked on, they, they appreciate the gentleness, but they want to know more. It's not that they're a Karen and they're, they're uh, like, you know, questioning what I'm doing. They're more of like, how does it work? What, what's going on here? You know, what can we expect, you know, sort of thing. So, okay. yeah. Um, so Gwyneth Paltrow made this like famous, right? Yeah, she brought it onto the Goop Lab. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, with Dr. John Amaral. It's it's pretty it's it's pretty good. I, yeah, I, I was rec- gonna say I haven't watched it. Do you think it was done well? I think so. I mean, network in general. I mean, there's probably network doctors out there that are gonna listen to this podcast and cringe at how I'm explaining it. Every network doctor explains it a little bit differently. There are some network docs that you are gonna go to, and they're gonna talk all energetics. They're going to talk nothing about the nervous system, you know? Um, So I think we all have our own way of explaining and our own way of connecting with the technique. And, and, and that's how we, um, you know, I think that's just how we're different as, as practitioners, but yeah, I mean, John Emerald definitely focused more on the energetic stuff. I think he, he kind of vibed with Gwyneth Paltrow about being, um, I mean, the Goop Lab was all about like the different things that you you've never seen before, right? Just just it, introducing all these different tools that how to heal your body and things that no one has ever experienced before. So I think he took that and ran with more of explaining the energetics behind Network Spinal, showing the way he showed the technique was very um, 
I guess I would say advanced. He used a lot more advanced moves, which I- Are you saying dramatic for television? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know, I, I, I'm a, I also show drama when it comes to, I don't know if you know, but I do immersion experiences. I have experience packages because a lot of people do want to experience Network Spinal. They travel to see me. So I introduce all of that. And there's times where I definitely show drama, but what, okay, I, what do you mean show drama? He's like a little so like of your hand, a little like extra flair. Well, yeah. I mean, there, Dr. John Emerald, like on the goop lab, if you see, sometimes he's not even touching their bodies and their bodies are responding. And now obviously anyone watching this is going to be like, okay, that's not real. That's not chiropractic. That's magic. You know, all the opinions are going to formulate. So yeah, but there, there can be drama. Like I said, there's an energetic component to it. Um, so how, how would he explain or how would you, so I'm assuming are your entrainments always including a contact? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so no. can you talk a little bit about the energetics and like yeah. what's happening? Yeah, basically, as simply put as I can put it, there's energy fields around us. We all know but that. But not chakras. Not chakras. No, 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 no. So yeah. network doesn't like fuck the chakras. We don't care about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's there's some network doctors that are very into the chakras, and they will um, uh, incorporate some education into I don't know the the contacts that they make. I don't know anything about that, but yeah, yeah. Um, but basically there are energy fields around us, right? That toroid, do you know what the toroidal structure is? Like how, okay. So, um, <laughs> I don't know, way back when they put an EKG to someone's heart and they saw the, the energy fields around them when they connected with someone else and basically put a number to that. So basically if you walk into a room and you feel a bad vibe, like you can feel the energy of the room. Okay. Right. So, so this is like love vibrates at a certain frequency, hate vibrates at a certain frequency. Is that what we're talking about? Kind of. Yes. So mm -hmm. you can get to, um, you can make contacts at different energy fields around you in those same phases to as more advanced moves. So there are times where you're going to see doctors and practitioners probably, um, like make contact and their hand is off of the body but their body, the person on the table, their body is responding as if they did touch them. And it's a more powerful um, response. Interesting. Yeah. Um, Donnie Epstein, who is the creator of the technique, he has a video on YouTube too. So you can, you can see, you know, obviously with network spinal, it's, <clears throat> if you show like someone who has never been exposed to network spinal before, and they're laying on the table and you make a couple contacts and we know as doctors, we know as practitioners that that was a great entrainment, that something has shifted their energy, the tension has shifted. We know that they had a great entrainment. They get off the table feeling a little bit relaxed, but there was no activity on the table. That's like something boring to show. Like no one's going to understand what we did versus if we do show the drama and you see the response and you see someone move, you see emotion come out of it. That's more that's easier for us to explain something happened. Like we made a contact right here because this is what phase she was in. And that was how her body responded. Mm -hmm. And that's where people, you know, that's where, that's, what's going to engage people and 
you know, like, okay. And especially that's why I love showing the babies, right? You can't tell a baby what to do. Babies have never experienced network spinal, but they do respond. Right. They're not performing for the camera. Correct. So that's why I love showing that because, you know, everyone clearly sees a contact was made at a specific point and that's how the body responded. What's the biggest chip you carry on your shoulder? Hmm. Like what's your ego still trying to overcome? Like I can put myself in this and like really feel like I would be the feeling the need to prove that this is science. This is this, like, don't lump me in with energy work, but then like also research is coming out on energy work anyway. So like, what's the, what's the thing you have to over your ego has to overcome. I mean, it's probably that it's probably not that I'm more analytical or I need to be, cause I feel like I am very intuitive, very energetic when it comes to practicing, but I, I want people to be able to understand and relate to it and how I feel that they can best relate to network spinal is through connection with the nervous system and understanding the nervous system. Mm -hmm. So that's why I focus there. Um, I don't know that there are a lot of network chiropractors that do talk a lot enough about the nervous system. Like I said, a lot of them keep it, keep it very energetic, um, which is fine. That's, that's another niche to, to carry. Right. Um, cause a lot of people are, like you said, now into very energetic, um, tools, but I think that that was something that starting out in practice, I was very nervous about is being different and being unique. Obviously my schooling experience wasn't great. And that's where I ran into for the first time issues with other students telling me I wasn't practicing chiropractic and that it wasn't real. It was, you know, they're questioning it. So that obviously made me um, feel a certain way. <laughs> well, Which I, mean, I, I think we have that I think it goes both ways too. Yeah. You know, like there are times as a diversified doc where I'm like, am I just, you know, like the butt of the joke where it's like, oh, are you pounding the high spot? And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> or like, oh, flying seven. And I'm like, well, most of the time it's only five. Like, oh no, am I not a real chiropractor? So I think we have. I think we have a way of making everybody feel like yeah. you even doing chiropractic. Like I don't, right. there's no way in hell we could agree. You go to a place like mile high and you think like, if I'm not doing that work, like, what am I doing? And then you right. go to a Gonstead seminar or maximize limit living or whatever. You know, I don't know. And you're just <laughs> like, Oh, if I'm not doing this, then what am I doing? You know? And so right. Right. I tend to do that as a profession. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, um, yeah. So I think ego wise, that would be it. There was definitely struggle in the beginning of owning the energetic side, um, which I definitely do now I'm fine with, I'm more, a lot more comfortable with explaining all of that and showing all of it too. Um, so I, I would say that's my biggest. Would you say you are, okay. So how do I ask this? So this feels like this could get really spiritual fast, easily. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So like, do you 
do you invite that kind of conversation and lingo in? Or, because I mean, there are chiropractors, again, doing diversified or whatever that are like, above, down, down, inside out is about God. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, do you bring in any spirituality? Like, were you woo-woo prior to working at the network doc? Like, I definitely welcome in uh, spirit, I would say universally. Um, I don't think I'm particular when it, uh, in particular, like when it comes to the adjustment, no. Um, just because I, I, I am fully open and aware that everyone has their own thing, their own idea when it comes to spirituality, faith, religion, and that's, that's, you know, that's on them. That's not, that's not my place as a doctor. Um, so I do keep it very, I mean, I will have conversations with people about it when, if they do want to talk about like the progress of their care and what they're feeling and their Mm -hmm. connection and and that sort of thing. But, but yeah, yeah, no, when it comes to the entrainment, no, I don't, I I don't. I have another question. Yes. (laughs) I have found that um, whether I like it or not, which of course I like it, but like, it's, I didn't ask for it, whether I ask for it or not, there are some days where channels are just more open. Like, I don't know if I'm more focused or what, but I'm doing like my same damn adjusting thing. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, like messages are coming through yeah. like, weird ass messages, like, um, a lot of baby stuff, like whether I, um, but like, there will literally be times where it's like, are you pregnant? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like twice in the last six months, I've had a woman come back and be like, funny story actually was pregnant or, you know, like weird things where I was adjusting a guy just like, not even my, like one of my least favorite patients, just like a once a month or guy that I've been seeing for nine years. Yeah. Never complains about anything. I'm Mm. over L5 and I just get like prostate. Like, and so I was like, Hey, cause he's like 40 ish. And I was like, you had your prostate check before. And he's like, no. And I was like, does prostate stuff run in your family? He's like, I don't know. And I was like, huh, you should ask. And he's like, okay, why? And I was like, I was just, I was just wondering, you know, whatever. So next month he comes back and he's like, Hey, yeah. So my uncle apparently got diagnosed. Like I looked it up. I'm supposed to be getting checks and stuff like that. And, and so it's just like weird stuff that was never happening in the beginning is starting to happen just because like, I don't know, you just, you're working with energy and like stuff and I'm not asking for the stuff to come through. So the mm-hmm. stuff come through. Like, I feel like the more in tuned I am with like being present is yeah. when like their bodies are speaking to me or am I kind of like a weird freak that's maybe turning into a psychic? No, I think that's a gift all chiropractors receive. I think it's because we work so delicately with the body that we all have that intuitive gift when it comes to working with people. I had the same exact things happen, especially this year, quite a bit with, um, knowing moms were pregnant (laughs) before they said anything before they even knew it's just, I don't know. It's something you can feel, I guess, differences with, for me, their patterns change on the table. They're something else, something brand new that out of way out of left field shows up when it comes to their entrainment, plus feeling their tension shift around. I don't know. It's, it's really odd, but no, I had the same experiences. Yeah. 
but I think if you're intuitive as a chiropractor, as a body, you know, body worker, which we all are, I feel like we all have that intuition. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if I wanted to get a network adjustment, is there like a website I would go to, to find like, or I'm in Orlando. (gasps) I go to the TRP thing in a couple of weeks. Yeah, come through. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Got, how late you work on Fridays? I'll how see you early you open on Friday. <laughs> you don't open on a Friday? No, I do. I mean, I'm only I'm only open um, in the mornings to the mid afternoon, but I will I will always see my fellow chiropractors. Okay, well, bare minimum, let's grab dinner. For, for sure. Can yeah. you? Okay, so. <laughs> just full of ridiculous questions like how many times can I offend a network the network whole adjusted um can you do network while you've been drinking uh, <laughs> it's like structural adjustments they're not recommended they're yeah. not recommended that you do it's not it's not recommended because you're sedating yourself right it's not it's not recommended if you are essentially under any sort of chemical um, influence just because I feel like if you were on mushrooms, I would be a better network. (laughs) Possibly it's possible, but you know, really getting some messages from the body then (laughs) the goal, the goal is really that body awareness. You want to be fully aware of when I make the contact, the response that your body wants to make, what you feel, what comes up for you, the thoughts, the emotions, all of it. So Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. I was just yeah. <laughs> okay. So did you say, is there a website where can, no, I interrupted you because I was like, wait a minute. I mean, <laughs> where could people go to find a network doc close to them? Do you know? Um, so I have a directory on my website. So wow, look at that. I didn't even like mean to yeah. do like that. <laughs> Since you asked. <laughs> um, yeah, I created a directory last year. There actually isn't a official directory just yet from the network world. So I this went ahead. Bizarre. It's very bizarre. Um, this and yeah. And I get asked for referrals probably daily. Um, my team and myself through Instagram, through phone calls to the office. And it's honestly like it clouds our, our to-do list. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah. When our, um, when our clinic Instagram went like kaboom, um, yeah. that was the most annoying part yeah. was like the number of messages like, oh my gosh, we're in Kansas City. Who do you know here? Who do you know here? Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't. Like, I, yeah, <laughs> like that takes a lot of time mm-hmm. to find doctors wherever. Yeah, so uh, so that's why I took it upon myself to make a directory. It's, we, we have a good amount of docs there. We, I know we're global when it comes to Network Spinal. So I'm trying to really broadcast it out there to make sure we have, a good amount. Um, I mean, all of, all of the network doctors on there, but so far that's pretty much it aside from just trying to Google and search and find, but yeah. Cool. All right. Well, I will, um, include your contact information below Mm -hmm. so people can, you know, find you. And like, I, I think you did great. It's so hard having somebody on when they're representing like all of like you know I know I know (laughs) and here I am (laughs) I think you and I nailed this by the way I think just like 
killed it so yay <laughs> oh yeah, it's I so good feel like, I, I definitely feel like one of the younger network docs I've only been in this game for six years where we've had network docs that have been in the game for 15 to 20 years so they're probably all yeah but you they're know. not as cool as you and I didn't want to talk yeah about totally yeah beforehand. never <laughs> so. <laughs> all right she slayers go check out her link bef- um, below and yeah I don't know follow my stories I'll try and hook up with her and get a, a networking so until next week week. Bye. Bye. Hey, She Slayers, are you looking to get your team off the phone and streamline your front desk so you can spend more time doing what you love? SCED has exactly what you're looking for. They will automate all your appointment reminders, missed appointment reminders, reactivation campaigns, allow you to have two-way texting with your patients. Plus, they have a very cool app that your patients are going to love. The app alone saves chiropractors tons of time because it gives patients the flexibility to move appointments to a time that works better for them. Don't worry, you won't lose control of your schedule because you'll have access to all the parameters that keep you still in control. Plus, there's overbook protection, so your schedule won't get out of hand. SCED was created by a chiropractor for chiropractors, so you can rest assured that you're getting the absolute best system for your office. Dr. Eric Kowalki is committed to the chiropractic mission and he works closely with his developers to always be innovative so that we have the best system available. If you're hesitant to switch to SCED because you already use something else, let me tell you, it's worth every penny. Plus, mention that you heard about it on my podcast and they'll give you a discount. Seriously, it is a game changer. Don't wait. Don't wait.